It is first thing Friday so it's time for fix. The audio version of our newsletter. Made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash insider, Friday, September 24th. AdTech. A new neat article on the battle for digital privacy is a good take on the issues facing AdTech and how we got here. Unfortunately, it doesn't provide any answers. We continue to see examples of the current system's failings, the Guardian note that top brands are running ads on COVID conspiracy sites and when this is pointed out all the brands they were shocked and said something along the lines of we'll we'll work with our media partners to review our existing protection systems. Ironically the ads I was served whilst reading this story were all Croatian, because the dumb ad tech plumbing thinks that someone reading English articles on a UK Vodafone connection must be Croatian because they are in Dubrovnik. People are trying to improve things and the new ad network from the Washington Post is promising. Their Zeus technology is being used widely by publishers and the self-service ad network will cover 125 premium publishers, making it as easy to buy ads here as with Google and Facebook. The pricing at $9 CPM looks premium too, will be interesting to see if that holds. In our work with responsive ads and US publishers we have seen very good CPMs, but brands want to invest in high-impact formats, not sad banners. The Washington Post also announced the hiring of 40 new editors as they expand their coverage, reinforcing the concentration of reach for a handful of titles, as others struggle. An exec summed up the challenge. The New York Times has more digital subscribers in Dallas-Fort Worth than the Dallas Morning News, more digital subscribers in Seattle than the Seattle Times, more digital subscribers in California than the LA Times or the San Francisco Chronicle. Facebook have acknowledged the impact of the ATT on their advertisers and share advice on how best to mitigate these effects. And Eric Sufert has a typically good set of recommendations too. TLDR? It's all a lot harder but as Eric summarizes. Advertisers must recognize that the new environment in which they now operate means that some marketing activities can be measured directly, but most can't, and in actuality, things have looked like this, or at least, the environment has been lurching in this direction, for a long time. Thinking around what's next continues, but it's quite slow and quite complicated. New. New Google thinking on tracking without cookies and using Federated Credential Management API looks elegant but can it get traction? Innovid have shared some good research looking at both consumer and marketers' issues around privacy and the graphic above shows where marketers' heads are at, at least at the moment. But do enough brands have enough first-party data? Newt. The Emmy Awards confirmed we live in the age of Newt. Netflix swept the board with 44 awards and Apple did well with their Ted Lasso show, which had 20 nominations. But whilst the content is great, the business models and players are yet to coalesce fully. The Goldman Sachs Communacopia event this week saw lots of industry luminaries talking. The Disney CEO got all the headlines when he pointed out that Wall Street should think their growth was a straight line. Along with another comment on Q4 content, this caused shares to drop. The supply chain is healthy, but the resurgence of COVID and Delta did impact production so we have a lighter production quota in Q4 than we might have expected. You can read the full transcript of the conversation here. The CEO of the newly merged Discovery and Warner Business also spoke and hinted at a new strategy for the business. Warner Brothers Discovery wants to be in a position to arrive with a shock and awe global strategy in terms of the menu, diversity and power of the content that we have in one place. And on ads. I think the ad light market could differentiate us, he said, adding that both an ad-free offering and a fully ad-supported one were also possibilities. Google plans for TV seem to be becoming clearer. To recharge their Chromecast dongle business they are in talks with companies distributing so-called fast, free, ad-supported streaming television, which could see them add dozens of free linear channels.
This gives them the benefits that TV OEMs like Samsung and LG enjoy, without the lag time of waiting for TVs to be replaced. And factor in their strength in recommendations, through their YouTube learnings and technology, and they could make discovery work better. All of which plays to their strength in advertising. Using hardware as a gateway and a gatekeeper is in vogue now. After we have mentioned the plans by Amazon, Walmart and others to offer own brand TVs, Sky plan to join the throng. And their parent company Comcast has a new streaming device which will be offered to both Comcast and Sky customers. More on this in Wednesday's Deep Dive. As we have to think about who may want to buy Channel 4, there is interest in investing in UK content, Daysnar in advance talks to buy BT Sports. Sports is the one area of newt that still feels unresolved. With the impact of sports revenue betting still to be fully seen and Disney being slow to define the ESPN strategy days and can be a major player. For a good take on the whole space, and Kiwi, this interview with Jeffrey Katzenberg is worth listening to. Social. As part of the strict regime that Chinese regulators are imposing on apps and games, Douyin, the Chinese version of TikTok, will limit screen time for under-14s in China. They will be limited to just 40 minutes a day, between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. In this youth mode content will be curated too, it will henceforth serve up edifying content such as science experiments, museum exhibitions and history lessons. Of course this does only work if users have registered their true age and Duyi is encouraging parents to do this. Back in the West 7 Ways TikTok works for brands, and this week our GTTC newsletter covered Mark Jacobs, and announced our GTTC awards. More to follow. Measurement. Perhaps the biggest challenge in digital? We are overwhelmed with data, but getting meaning is hard. And mixing and matching data to understand cross-platform activity is so difficult. The current turmoil with Nielsen in the US illustrates the problem, but we are some way from workable solutions. After the MRC suspended Nielsen the big advertiser groups have come out in support of the MRC. Industry collaboration is critical in creating new solutions for cross-media measurement. We have now moved beyond panels, and it is essential for all data owners to work together to standardize their data so that it can be used interoperably in an open architecture to offer deduplicated reach so advertisers and their agencies can understand the impact of cross-media campaigns. It's a big ask, but it is a big prize and we see VideoAmp be one of the first to tout its tech, with a currency est with a number of the ad-holding companies. Merchant In this week's deep dive we covered Fast Last Mile, Merchant Media, Ads and Lifetime Value, buy now pay later and the frothy nature of DTC right now. The new Boots in-house marketing agency for brands plays right into merchant media and shows how seriously businesses are taking this opportunity. And we saw a merger of two of our key trends, BNPL firm Afterpay are to start running ads. The Wall Street Journal goes deeper into the Amazon plans for department stores, using that perennial source, people familiar with the matter. The Amazon store footprint is growing, Near me we have an Amazon Fresh in both Dalston and Canary Wharf and their salon as Spitalfields looks impressive, but never very busy. A department store though? We have covered the numerous firms using PE money to roll up Amazon sellers. Turns out this is not as easy as it looks and as the Twitter thread shows, supply chain issues might unroll this sector. Not naming names, but many FBA aggregators are getting wrecked by supply chain issues. Plus plus. Universal Music Chief predicts billions of dollars of growth from digital listening. The full story of Mr. Beast, a YouTube video on a top YouTube creator. Roblox CEO talking at the Goldman Sachs event. Dapper Labs partners with La Liga, hit $7.6 billion valuation. Our insights with brand tech business leader David Jones. WPP Wonderman report on the metaverse. 
Chinese are glasses firm real raises $100 million in new funding.